When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the John Favreau's My Daddy podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. I was going to see if you would say hello first. Yeah, I was going to see if you were going to say hello first. I always say hello first. You know what's really funny is that this is a Mexican standoff, except there's only one true Mexican here. I'm Puerto Rican. Though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. Hello, Monica. How are you? I'm good. It's an evening again. It is an evening again, but I feel like we have a certain uh, zest happening in these evenings. Yeah, <laughs> a certain grading. Like when you microplane something and then you like leave the things off of the, you know, when you like, so you take the microplane and like the garlic. <laughs> And and the stuff, what's it called? The the zest, pulp. zest. <laughs> so you were pretty much trying to say the exact same word I'd already said. Indeed, zesty. Zest. I'm also drinking a beer, which is new. I'm drinking a Lacroix, which is Cheers. very not new. Cheers. Cheers. So there is alcohol in this episode. Yeah, we were also talking about like what what musical theater song we sing in the car, <laughs> yeah. like by ourselves. Like what big musical theater yeah. number do you and, sing when you're alone in the car? Uh, my answer was <laughs> regrettably and embarrassingly, The Wizard and I. I don't think that that's regrettable. The I think Wizard that's great. and I. <laughs> Mine is Rose's turn, which is wild. That is, that's one's worse, to be honest with you. <laughs> it has that song, that song goes to different destinations. Oh yeah, it... <laughs> It's Grand Central Station. <laughs> and Patty Lapone is the star. Patty. Oh, Patty. <laughs> oh, how are you, Monica? I'm swell. I am on track with my water bottle, so I'm feeling a lot better oh, today. Oh, good. If you listen to the last episode, you know that Monica's dabble was just in <laughs> hydrating herself. Hydrate or dehydrate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they probably make like fucking workout t-shirts that say Hydrate or dehydrate. <laughs> Like those ones that say like, it's not sweat. It's or like, I don't sweat. I sparkle. But first coffee. First I'm a beauty. Then I'm a beast. <laughs> or like the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's all in like that font. And it's yeah, like, it's in like a horrible in, font. Yeah. And it's like in, in like a neon pink and it's definitely a muscle tee. You, yeah. know, what it, you know what it is. You know how it'd be. <laughs> Your stepmom wore one when she ran a half marathon. <laughs> She also has a sign above her like her 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 mantle that says live laugh love. Yeah. In this house we pray. Exactly. <laughs> she definitely has individual portraits of all of her children. She has those like tea towels in her kitchen that say like it's wine o'clock. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. She definitely unironically goes to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> she loves home goods. She loves home goods. She can't pass up a good Marshalls deal. No, ma'am. She's not a fashionista. She's a maxinista. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, Monica, who are we talking about today? You know what? Someone a little unexpected. Yeah. 
It's gonna be Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I love this bitch. We love Jamie Lee. I love her so much. I want her to be my mom. I mean, I love my mom, but can you imagine Jamie Lee Curtis being your mom? Honestly. Because if she were your mom, that means Christopher Guest is your dad, which is oh, also a great fucking You know dad. what? That is a good parenting team. Mm-hmm. I would want them to parent the shit out of also, me. Also, like, I just love, they adopted their kids, which is just like, that just makes them cooler. It just makes them more... Uh, I don't even know because, like, honestly, any any way that you obtain a child <laughs> is sure, sure, normal, sure. right? But yeah. like, the fact that y'all be adopting up in this bitch, mm-hmm. mad respect. Hell yeah! Well, Monica, why don't you tell us about Jamie Lee? I will. Jamie Lee Curtis, our scream queen, our Activia daddy. <laughs> this is Monica's first time. <laughs> You guys remember when she was in those Activia commercials? And she was she like, wanted you to be regular. And I, you know. I respect that. I respect it. You know, but the, the question at hand is like, isn't all yogurt probiotic? Yeah, but I think this one had like extra. Mm, is it still on the shelves? I think so. Yeah. You know what matters? She let, let her secure the bag. Let her get that coin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her IMDb picture is, is an Activia picture. Wow. Because it's her in like the all white outfit. <gasps> That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our Activia Daddy is an American actress, author, and activist. Not to be confused with an Activiaist. <laughs> She's the daughter of granddaddies Tony Curtis and Janet Lee, and is a true Angelino, growing up in Santa Monica, attending Harvard Westlake and Beverly Hills High School. <laughs> first of all shout out to everyone who's ever gone to harvard westlake and come out a star (laughs) parents (laughs) send your kids to harvard beanie feldstein ben platt there's a lot of you jamie lee yeah that one chick from Booksmart that is not beanie Beanie feldstein the other one went there too yeah not the main one the side one the one who was triple a Oh yeah, I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't remember her name either. But I've heard that she's okay. she also went. She That's was like nice. she was in that gang, but she didn't become the as entire famous. cast of Booksmart went to Harvard Westlake. You heard it here first. You That's a heard fact. it here first. <laughs> Send your kid to Harvard Westlake, and they'll become a star, baby, a star. <laughs> And then I guess maybe Beverly Hills High School. Yeah, exactly. She had her film debut in the 1978 horror sensation Halloween, whose success led Curtis to star in several more horror films, resulting in her title of Scream Queen. But it wasn't until her role in 1983's Trading Places, a role that garnered her a BAFTA, and she (laughs) shed her horror queen image and began acting in more acclaimed films. (laughs) Jamie is a daddy of both TV and film, but she's also a children's book author and inventor. She patented some kind of diaper with a white pocket sauce. <laughs> that says SOS, you, SOS. you goblin. Ah! <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. A blogger for the Huntington Post and an activist, an Octaviaist, <laughs> if you will. She's also a big old nerd. She loves the world of Warcraft. <laughs> I called it the world. Of- That's fine. You can call it the world of Warcraft. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't come for me. People out there who love world of Warcraft. I used to play world of Warcraft. I've never played it once in my life. It's quite fun. I'm, I'm sure it is. If it's, I'm, I heard it's like the Sims, but like world of Warcraft. Uh, no, but we're getting to that later. <laughs> and one piece and has attended Comic-Con and BlizzCon incognito. She's won many awards, including Golden Globes, 
BAFTAs and SAG Awards, but has yet to be nominated for an Oscar, which is a fucking crime. Yeah. But most impressively, she's done all of this while being the literal daddy to two children and the godmother, a.k.a. goddaddy, to Jake (laughs) Gyllenhaal. (laughs) The woman has range and not just in her acting. You know... It really, it really moves me yeah. that her heart is big enough to encompass all of that talent. I know, and to be the godparent to the, the spawn G- of a talent. <laughs> <laughs> she's a true daddy. Oh, uh, she's multi-talented. I can't believe that she actually patented that she Paddington Berda. Yeah, she has a patent for diapers. That's crazy. I know. It's, it's kind of wild. What a businesswoman. I know. Kylie, what a business bitch. Listen, Kylie Jenner ain't got nothing on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Schemes who? Oh, wait, that's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Kim, I know you have a very successful underwear line, but have you heard of Jamie Lee's patent? <laughs> have you heard of her patent for diapers? For her diaper patent? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Monica, what is the first film we're doing for Jamie? Our first film today is a classic, a classic, classic classic film. So good, so right. I love these. A Fish Called Wanda came out in 1988. Story by John Cleese and Charles Crichton. Written by John Cleese, directed by Charles Crichton and John Cleese. Uncredited, LOL. (laughs) To lend a hand in a bull diamond heist, the British criminal mastermind, Georges Thomason, played by... Tom Georgeson <laughs> and is well done, Michael Cleese. <laughs> well done, Michael old Cleese, boy. John Cleese. See? Who am I? This is what I'm saying. I'm sorry, there's too many names here. Too many names. <laughs> and his animal loving right hand man, Ken Pyle, played by Sir Michael Palin, <laughs> enlists the help of two siblings, the statuesque Wanda Gershwitz, played by uh, Jamie Lee, yeah. and her loose cannon brother. Otto West, played by Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. However, after pulling off the robbery in broad daylight, greed takes over and Otto rats out George, the only man who knows the location of the hidden loot, sending him to jail. Now Wanda must put her stunning looks to good use and seduce Thomason's unsuspecting bedista, Archie Leach. <laughs> <laughs> played by John Cleese. In high hopes of finding the jewels, but the seemingly foolproof plan is already falling to pieces as Wanda and Archie develop real for real feelings for each other. Yes. Wow. This movie is so fucking funny. This movie is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. I had never seen it all the way through. Mm. Like I'd only seen the beginning multiple times and what a fucking treat to watch this movie. Absolutely. Um, the first thing that hits me in this movie is that Jamie Lee Curtis looks fucking amazing yeah she's a fucking fashion icon her outfits so good so, so good the, her, the first thing she's wow. wearing is that little cropped moto like, with the little glovies oh my and god the dress yes <laughs> yes jamie she looks so good it, she really is like because she she's so she's the child of two like notorious hollywood beauties mm-hmm. And Jamie Lee Curtis, like, she's not, like, stereotypically beautiful, I think, but she has, like, a really unique beauty, like, a really unique, like, sexiness. Unique. <laughs> she is very unique. Oh, my God. Like, in this film, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays ex- essentially, like, a-, a sex kitten. <laughs> yeah, she just, like, uses her 
body, her, her womanly ways. Yeah, she uses she wants. the powers of seduction in order to essentially like turn on all the men around. Her. Yeah, and then to get away with like thirteen million pounds. Yeah, which I'm assuming is a lot of money. It is. It's more. One pound is more than a dollar. That's that's so, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, especially in 1988. Yeah. Yeah, especially then. You know what? Especially in 1980. <laughs> um, I've been recently, or I recently finished The Crown. Oh, and really? to, uh, they talk about being like billions of pounds in debt. And I'm just wondering, how does a country go into debt? I don't understand this either. But perhaps <laughs> the debt crisis. <laughs> yeah, what is the debt crisis? <laughs> Jamie Lee is not indebted to anyone. No, 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 no. She just wants that money. She just wants that coin, baby. And yeah. she gets it. Yes. So uh, every decision that she makes is so calculated. And she is so manipulative and such a phony but like in a fun way but in a very fun way <laughs> not in a way that's like oh fuck this bitch it's yeah. like in a way that's very lighthearted and fun and like monty python-y well also because kevin klein who plays her her boyfriend but he's Lover. pretending to be her brother yeah um and, so, and they're like fucking obviously yeah and he's insane he's fucking insane he's so crazy but she's also insane like i love that what her biggest turn on is when someone speaks a foreign language and, Parmigiano, she, Reggiano. <laughs> and all he's Boy doing is saying random italian words and she's like oh. undulating on the floor because her she's like loins. orgasming her loins are on fire from this foreign language uh and he's just saying the most random ass fucking words yeah i just i i love their chemistry but she also like she manages to fucking spark chemistry with everyone Everyone. in the movie yeah which is why it's so good like especially with um oh what is his name the man with the fish uh, um, uh ken yes with ken who has all the animals who is so in love with her he has a beautiful fish named wanda yeah who is named after her which honestly if we're gonna be real i think that's the ugliest fish i've ever seen i think it's kind of a hot fish it's monica the, i have fish. this question in my notes if you were a fish what kind would you be oh my god i would honestly <laughs> i would be a clownfish because i always be clowning myself i'll be, be playing clowning. myself you'll be clowning i'll be clowning down the daily <laughs> I'll be clowning. I'll be clowning here, there, all around, everywhere. So I would be a clownfish. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fish I would be. I when I think of this question, or when I thought of this question, rather. Yeah, I was gonna say when you thought of it, you I thought immediately of it. thought of shark, shark tail. Oh my god! And I was like, if I were to be a fish, I would want to be like the fish that reach. I would want to be the fish that Angelina Jolie is with like her long fucking hair, and she just swims up with her big lips and her long fish hair. Digging a ditch, looking at the car wash. When we do Will Smith, can we do? Oh, dude, Shark Tail. Honestly, like low key though. Like if we're gonna be honest on this table, you know what I'm saying, fool? Like Shark Tail. That's my shit. You know what I mean? That's a good movie. Honey. <laughs> Jack Black is in that movie. Oh, uh, it's just such a Martin good Scorsese's movie. Martin Scorsese is in that movie. I honestly don't. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, okay, but anyway, okay. if I was a fish, I'd be a clownfish. If you were a fish, you'd be the fish. I'd be Angelina Jolie. You'd be Angelina Jolie as a fish, as a fish. in the Dream DreamWorks animated film <laughs> Shark, Shark no. Tale. Correct. Starring Will Smith. Renee Zellweger, Jack Black, Robert De Niro. All of them. 
And I love how, I'm sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about Shark Tale before we move back to. You. <laughs> no, this is a really important tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that the Krispy Kreme is called Kelpie Cream. <laughs> <laughs> just look at probably your favorite the Renee's own with Kelby Cream Kelby Cream <laughs> ah. um, all ooh. right back to Jamie back to Jamie back to Jamie you Jamie know, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. a Mexican standoff <laughs> a Mexican Puerto Rican standoff oh no who will win ah, I'll let the US territory win all right fine <laughs> <You're>, America America <laughs> um what I was gonna say is that like it's hard to pinpoint like what about mm. Jamie Lee Curtis's uh like hotness is so like magnetic because she's not like I said she's not like classically hot but something about her she just has like she has like the it factor like if I had to pick someone who has the it factor I think Jamie Lee Curtis has it because she's like she knows she's can be sexy but she knows like when to turn it on and she's not like intimidatingly beautiful but she can be when she wants to be so it's like it's like her superpower it's kind of crazy she has a lot of confidence yes i want to have as much confidence as you know i find it very funny because she obviously doesn't have like long flowy blonde hair no she has that short she has like this really short cropped like page boy e haircut like the haircut would essentially belong on a man essentially yeah i mean it was popular in the 80s but she kept it forever Yeah, but she kept it for all of her life. Yeah. And so it, it, it's interesting to me because a lot of women sort of like use their hair as mm-hmm. part of their sexiness. I can which confirm is like, this. Which is like <laughs> a way, right? You like toss it around or if they have like... Toss, toss. You know, toss, toss. Toss, toss. If they have like a specific hair length, they'll yeah. like use that to their advantage. If they have like like the big the bigger the hair the closer the god you know what i mean so <laughs> yes. it's like um i love that she doesn't have anything holding her back mm-hmm. from like reaching her peak sexiness correct and she doesn't she has nothing to really use as a tool except like her yeah right so i just think it's really cool because you don't see that very often like hair is actually in a, in a lot of movies used as a sex tool yeah um, I, like all of her sexiness comes from what she does with her physical appearance but also just like how she carries herself and also how smart she is and how she talks right yeah so she's she purrs like a keytin <laughs> like a small keytin purr 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 into john cleese's ear purr purr <laughs> oh you're a barrister hmm their chemistry is also wild like Off i the said charts. she has Off chemistry with everybody the fucking i don't know charts. how the fuck she does it i honestly don't know a movie like this is really hard because you have to you have to really this kind of humor is very specific. <laughs> yeah, it's very specific because like it was written by John Cleese. So like it's obviously very physical, mm-hmm. but it also it's like when the physical meets the di- meets verbal. Yeah. And it's only funny when the two are together. Precisely. So it's very hard to like tell you why it's funny, but I, it is. <laughs> right. And I just I I adore her commitment to a movie like this Mm -hmm. like you see her giving it her 100 percent, especially in the scene where where she and archie Mm -hmm. are about to like fuck in in this uh like flat owned not by him but by like a partner yes 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 and they're they're like about to do it and she's like she's like oh i'm gonna go upstairs and like change into something like slinky or whatever she says and he goes lamau um and then he (laughs) she's like do you know any foreign languages and he's like he's like 
I'm Italian. <laughs> and starts speaking Italian. She's like, oh. No, she, he speaks Russian, doesn't he? And then he speaks oh, and Russian. Then he speaks Russian. And then he speaks Russian. And she's just like, there's this rope that's like essentially. Uh, it's like, like the banister. It's like essentially the banister. Because yeah. I don't know if y'all know this. But this flat is like nautical-ish themed yeah, a little right, bit. It's on the Thames. It's <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she's like using the rope to like <laughs> basically like masturbate. She's like rubbing herself uh, on this rope, which is absolutely insane. And she looks like a lion in yeah. heat. Yeah, <laughs> and it is just so like the physicality is just so fucking funny. Yes, because. I have never seen Jamie Lee Curtis do something of that nature. Like I've never seen Me her physically commit to a role in that way. I mean, maybe true lies, but like, that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something else entirely. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it was so refreshing mm-hmm. to see a woman in power, like an empowered, sexy, confident woman, mm-hmm. also like lend herself to like really silly, sticky, like physical comedy. Totally, it's just so lovely and and great juxtaposition. I love it. Well, I'm especially because of the th- the three men are their comedy is so huge. Yeah, so enormous. Like, all three of them have these wild bits that they do for the entire movie, and like Jamie, frankly, has to compete. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I don't know if she like thought of it like that, but like when you're watching it, you know that this character in order to hold your attention has to compete. Yeah. And yes, that comes from her sexuality, but she also like uses her sexuality so passionately. It becomes funny. It becomes a gag. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is, it's hilarious. It's genius is it's what it very, is. very, very genius. It's just fucking genius. Yeah, this, like, this movie is genius. You, you gotta watch this. You know how there people say the Joker is like, oh, pretty people can't be funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be ugly or, or, or overweight or you exactly. have to hate yourself or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the trope, right? That a lot of, especially comedians use like against themselves, right? Yeah. Everyone makes that fucking joke. Jamie Lee Curtis is like, like puts that joke to shame. <laughs> well, it's because she doesn't take herself too seriously. She's not walking around going like, I'm the hottest fucking thing you've ever seen. No. She's just like, I'm hot and I know it. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Which is hotter oh, than yeah. the hottest thing. Oh, that's that's hot. You know, <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And just I mean, I know this is specifically about Jamie. I just think that the other men in this film play against her so well yes. that it makes her shine even more. Yeah. Like if that's even fucking possible. They all elevate each other. It's it's amazing. Honestly. Even even fucking Ken. Oh my God. He, he he isn't he even the with them bit. for most of the movie. But his whole bit is they just keep <laughs> cutting keeps, to him where he's trying to kill a bunch of dogs. No, so well, he's trying to kill no, a woman. It's like he's trying to kill the the only witness yeah. of the crime. And every single time he tries, he just kills off a fucking dog. He kills off one of her dogs. There's three dogs. And he attends the funeral because he's he's a well-established mm-hmm. animal lover. Yes. And so he attends each one of the funerals, mourns, gets back in the car, and tries to figure out another way to kill the woman, and then kills the next dog. Exactly. Until... He kills the final dog by accident, mm-hmm. meaning to kill the woman. And the woman is in shock and has a heart dies. attack. And he's like, and the bit culminates in perfection because he like walks up to the mob that is like now crowding mm-hmm. this woman who has died on the floor. <laughs> and he just goes, <laughs> it's, it's so just good. so good. The and he's like bandaged. So he's bandaged and bloody. He looks fucking insane. <laughs> 
just you gotta watch this movie it's oh. so fucking good it's just so good and watch it if if not just to get to the final sequence the final like airport fucking sequence you mean where kevin klein gets steamrolled in oh the cement oh my god <laughs> no and you're like surely he's dead now that's but what no. i call comedy <laughs> <laughs> And then the the final end credits where they give you they do the text on the screen where they mm. tell you where everyone is mm. and it's like it's like Archie and Wanda moved to like Argentina and had 17 children. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ken is now is now the master of ceremonies at yeah. at London Sea World. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Oh my god. It's just it is it is <laughs> such a brilliant film yeah like and i and while there are a couple of like problematic 80s things in it i think i really think it like holds true to the test of time it is so funny now it will always be funny yes it is just comedy gold well because none none of the comedy is rooted in time no i mean the comedic timing is brilliant yeah exactly (laughs) well that's i mean none of it is like rooted in the time period you crazy I am. I'm. I'm loony. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Now we move to the next film, the film we mentioned, which is True Lies. True what? True Lies. <gasps> Came out in 1994, written and directed by James Cameron, based on the French film La Totale. La Totale. Written by Didier Kaminka, Simon Mikhail, I'm guessing on these names. Mikhail. And Claude Zidi. Harry Tasker, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, leads a double life. At work, he is a government agent with a license to do just about anything. While at home, he pretends to be a dull computer salesman. <laughs> He is on the trail of stolen nuclear weapons that are in the hands of fanatic terrorists when something more important comes up. Harry finds out his wife, Helen, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, is seeing another man, played by Bill Paxton. (laughs) A used car salesman pretending to be a spy. Harry forces his partner, Albert Gibson, played by Ted Arnold, to use the resources of their agency to follow Simon and Helen. They abduct Helen wearing masks, and later they assign a pseudo-mission for her. However, a group of terrorists kidnap Helen and Harry, and the couple gets involved with a dangerous group that possesses an atomic bomb ready to be exploded. Okay. This movie has everything. Okay, I just want to start off by saying, I want to make my stance very clear. This is an HR nightmare. Listen, we've got spies. We've got Arnold. We've got a hot antiquity scholar. We've got Tango. We have Tom Arnold in a van, in the snow, keeping tabs on you. That's how this movie begins. This That's just the beginning of this two and a half hour masterpiece. It's an HR nightmare. <laughs> You're using government funds for your own personal gain. <laughs> what the fuck, Arnold? <laughs> just because your wife is diddling something. Well, not really. She, but they like, weren't even. She was like no. about. She might have. She might have diddled. Yeah. She might have strayed. We don't know how much diddling happened. True. And they keep using all these like new voices. All yeah. these recorded voices and fake voices. Exactly. They're just playing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My only critique of this movie is that it's too long. But it's I al- too long. I forgive it because it's too long because of the huge action sequences. Oh that are God. amazing. And hysterical. They're so good. They're so good. The first one starts because Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get out of this building. And someone goes, where's your invitation? He goes, here's my invitation. And he blows up the building. (laughs) And he blows up the building. (laughs) Like, it's classic. We cannot forget the final action sequence when he shoots missile 
into the helicopter <laughs> yes. and says, you are fired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I want to know who who wrote the action sequence. I don't know. <laughs> they did a great job. Truly. Uh, Jamie, like her moment comes in like act two of this movie. That's when her storyline really begins. That's when she really fucking shines. Yeah, exactly. And she does a similar thing that she did in A Fish Called Wanda, but almost like in reverse in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like she doesn't know she's hot yeah she starts off like i guess the right word would probably be like frumpy yeah or like dowdy she's like frumpy she's dumpy she's dowdy yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's she's a legal assistant who's like not connecting with her husband anymore Mm. she's like she is more so in like her motivations are informed by like duty like yes. the like her commitment to her daughter and her commitment mm-hmm. to keeping the house you know going and her commitment to making sure that they're not spending six hundred dollars on the plumber guy exactly and, like, those that's really how she lives her life and I think that deep 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 down she mm-hmm. wants more but on the surface she very much seems like okay this is my life and while yeah. she may not be content with it she's like. <laughs> like she's okay. just like this is how it is this harry is, is harry blah, yeah. blah 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 and mm-hmm. like i am the way i am i look the way i look but we know because we've seen a fish called wanda that like jamie lee curtis is like undoubtedly a hot, hot woman a powerful woman but because she can read as like super average mom i think that's kind of what i meant earlier when i say she has like this superpower she's like sneaky hot because when she when she like takes hold of her sexuality it's so rewarding because mm. i feel like in modern movies now we we like pretend that these super hot girls are like vaguely ugly right you know what they'll do is they'll put the glasses on and (laughs) they'll put the hair in the ponytail exactly and they'll put give them like the opening clothes and then they're like go yeah and then they're like oh let's just take your glasses off and let your hair down and put on normal clothes and they're like you're so hot remember that music video um with taylor swift where (laughs) she you belong with me boy do i that was my middle school anthem oh my god the fact that she like was quote unquote like ugly or whatever when she had her glasses all she did was put on she was wearing makeup and everything all she did was put on glasses yeah and and she she was like oh i have glasses i'm ugly and she was like the girl next door like holding up the you okay yeah (laughs) and he's like it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> just school stuff or whatever the fuck he says and she's like <laughs> okay <laughs> and she's like well now that i'm hot aka now that i have contacts he'll love me and she put i love you but then doesn't <laughs> show it to him across the way and saves it for the big reveal at junior prom where she looks exactly the same <laughs> well that's why these movies that have these makeover plot lines like aren't rewarding no Whereas in this movie, mm-hmm. it's super fucking rewarding. It's so good. That moment when she's in the hallway and she's wearing that dress mm. that is, she's told to like wear something sexy and mm-hmm. she wears the worst dress I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so ugly. And then she's standing there and she looks at herself in the mirror and she realizes like, I'm not sexy. Mm-hmm. And so she rips off all the sleeves that happen to rip off perfectly to reveal the the perfect little black dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she pours the water, the water from the flowers on her on head. Like a slicked back like moment. Exactly. And then she puts on the red lipstick and you're like, oh, oh. fuck. 
oh bro oh fuck oh bro but like she had to have known that there was something a little sex kitten within her because when she takes off the dress she's wearing the un- those underwears you yes. know yeah you know <laughs> you the know. ones <laughs> you know the word on the street is that those were her underswears are they really yeah what? i mean she has a banging body yeah she brought them herself <laughs> and that fall that was real. <laughs> that was the funniest part of the scene. That was real. That's what kept it real that's for me, what, though, as like an audience. Member. That's why Arnie, like you, you see him low key break character <laughs> yeah. in that scene because he's like, you. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> it was timed perfectly because she fell right across the frame and then just like went back <laughs> up and right like <laughs> ripped her. Head back. I can't describe to you like the satisfaction that I felt watching her do that dance. Yo, scene. she arched her back so hard. I oh, thought it was gonna. My snap. God. It, insanity i will say i am waiting for someone to photoshop that sequence (laughs) into like there is this this video just came out like the other day Mm -hmm. i watched like a um an ad for it It, like came on up on my instagram and it reminded me of the sequence so much it's the music video for 34 plus 35 by ariana grande oh my god (laughs) you mean 69 yes (laughs) (laughs) ah shit Yes, that is 100% what I'm talking about. And there is a remix with Megan the Stallion Ooh. and Doja Cat. And they're all dressed in like very similar lingerie. And I was like... I wonder if there was some true lies in spell. I wish they would just put Jamie Lee in that video. <laughs> she, ha- I'm pretty sure she has the same body. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Put Jamie Lee in that video. Please. <laughs> but yeah, it's just such a brilliant sequence because at first... As an actor, she takes it to like a whole nother fucking level because at first she starts off like very small and very Mm -hmm. like insecure and kind of like she doesn't understand how like the human body works. Essentially, Mm -hmm. she looks so stupid. Yes. (laughs) And then like obviously like obviously she has to take direction from Arnold in order to like feel herself and like get in on it and like roll and do what the fuck she has to do (laughs) and like rip her hair back. (laughs) Her wet hair. <laughs> and it's just so good because you see, you watch her get progressively more and more confident. Yeah. And it's just very cool. Well, it's so clearly also rooted in a place of truth because we can sit back and watch it and be like, wow, she's so sexy. What a scene. But then you're also like, it's coming from a real place. Everything she does comes from a real place, despite this film being an insane action movie. Yes. Like literally the exact halfway point, I think it's like an hour and 10 in the movie is when she's being interrogated Mm. by Arnold and Ted, but she doesn't know that it's them. Yeah. And she starts screaming basically like, yeah, I wanted more for myself. That's why I did this Mm -hmm. because I looked at my life and I thought nothing is going to happen. I wanted to feel alive. Totally. And if you can't resonate with, if nothing in this film resonates with you, I'm pretty sure that resonates at least a little bit with yeah. anybody. Yeah. That, ch- that like chair on the glass really got me. I was like, yes, That's me though. <laughs> it was like, oh shit, I do want to feel alive. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to smash the glass. Yes. Oh yeah. No, she, and the thing is, is like any of the action, action sequences she is like Loki thrust into mm-hmm. are totally believable. Yes. Because she is not only a badass, but also really sure of herself. So even mm-hmm. when she looks unsure or when she's dangling from a helicopter yeah, or whatever the fuck she's doing, she still looks like she should be there. Yeah. Because I think that a part of the arc for her character is just finding security within herself. Mm-hmm. And then 
bringing that outward into the rest of her life including her relationship with her husband yeah and it's just really nice to see that like jamie lee as an actor took the extra step and said you know what i'm gonna bring this out in my acting and i'm going to make sure that this person this character is always secure when she's even when she's being thrown into these insane scenes totally. because at the end of the day she knows who she is she she needs to be coaxed into it but she can get comfortable mm-hmm. being like an empowered confident woman well she also so clear like she wants to be able to hang yeah you know what i mean you know what i mean like she knows she wants to fit in she wants to show her husband like i can do this i can handle this yeah exactly and also just like the fact that she achieved that good of chemistry with arnold is kind of crazy that's crazy to me he seems like someone that it's very difficult to achieve that with just because like he's such an an action star he is akin to a bag of bricks <laughs> with a really nice face. <laughs> like it's really hard to have chemistry with something like that. Yeah, I mean he's good in this movie. Yeah. But like I the fact that they had chemistry is kind of wild and that only helped her performance. Yeah. You know? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I love True Lies. <sighs> so ten out of ten. Nine out of ten. <laughs> Nine out of ten. It's kind of this l- is on my top ten date night movies. List. I know, I know. It's just, you know, it's got a lot of problematic shit in it. <laughs> it's fun (laughs) i also just don't like that he said you're fired i mean really bothered me (laughs) you know what jessica that really bothered okay you're fired (laughs) you're fired you're fired (laughs) you're fired Fired. oh my god <laughs> can you imagine no <laughs> he's looking at the guy on the mid like dangling from the mid <laughs> oh man like, just kidding 10 out of 10 classic film classic film <laughs> all right so now we move on to the one you've probably all seen <laughs> the one well how does that song go that they all sing the like um, the main song oh i don't remember i have to sing it and again Take me away. Don't wanna go out. Take me away. So this film is Freaky Friday. Freaky Freaky Friday. Came out in 2003, written by Heather Hatch. Hatch? Hawk? Ha? 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 I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Written by Heather and Leslie <laughs> Dixon, based on the novel by Mary Rogers, directed by Mark Waters. Yeah, baby. Dr. Tess Coleman, mm. played by Jamie Lee Curtis, and her daughter Anna, played by Lindsay Lohan, could not be more different. While they're constantly fighting, a particularly explosive argument one night at a Chinese restaurant leads the restaurant owner's mother to give them each a fortune cookie. But little do they know, the fortune causes them to switch bodies the next day. As Tess is supposed to get married, in two days, she and Anna must adjust to their new personalities and find a way to switch back. Bro. Can you imagine? I, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I love, you say that as if it could ever happen. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> First of all, I this is the primary reason why I don't eat fortune cookies. Oh, is it? Because yeah. of this movie? <laughs> because of this That's movie. That's racist. <laughs> That's a hate crime. So I'm I'm on it. I'm being honest. Okay. I'm being honest. Except no, that's a lie. I don't like them. 
<laughs> I don't think they taste very good, but I always eat half because some part of me is like, if a fortune is going to come true, I feel like I have to at least eat half. They, just, they taste that's very a, bland. It's a very dumb paranoia <laughs> or like superstition that I have. They but just taste so bland to me. I can't do yeah, it. I can't great. do it even to get to that tiny piece of paper that has my lucky number on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie Lee Curtis is an absolute revelation in this film. She was nominated for a Golden Globe. This is a PG Disney movie, and she was nominated for a Globe. Globe. Like, that's crazy. She's obviously amazing in it. I hoid through the grapevine that she learned to play guitar to play her actual part. I know. It's so good. Isn't that fucking sick? Yes. (laughs) It's interesting because, like, if you're our age, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. your mid-20s, this was probably the first Jamie Lee Curtis movie you ever Experienced, saw. Experienced, yeah. So you knew her as like this mom type. Mm-hmm. So that's why when Monica and I went back and watched True Lies and A Fish Called Wanda, we're like, oh my God, Jamie Lee Curtis is sexy. She's a sex, not only that, but she's a sex icon. Yeah, and when, because people still talk about that True Lies scene. Exactly. They just talked about it the other day with the Bernie meme. They put the, they put oh him God. in Arnold's. <laughs> Yes. They put, they put Bernie <laughs> sitting in Arnold's position in the true life scene. Yes. So watching Jamie Lee Curtis. It's just interesting because we know her as that. So we're like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is like a mom type. Yeah. When in fact, the rest of the fucking population is like, no, that's like what she does sometimes. But what yeah. she does most of the time and is she's a sex like, icon. Sexy. Mm-hmm. It's, I think that it's is wild. really fascinating. It's wild. So, you know, petition... All those out there who think that Jamie Lee Curtis is just a mom, think again. <laughs> think again. Think again, America. She's also a sex icon. <laughs> so, Monica, what do you love about Freaky Friday? What Tell I love me. about Freaky Friday is the absolute chemistry between Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, they have impressive performances. They have great, a great relationship. Yeah. At, at the very least that you can see on screen. And I love that... Jamie really like nailed down like the nuances of how Lindsay Lohan like reacts and talks and just she's like a fucking parrot like a giant short-haired parrot (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis is better at being a teenager than I would be like if you told me to act like I was 17 or 15 I would be like i I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she does a way better. She's probably more of a teen than I ever was. Yeah. And it's just so funny because her job, like her whole thing is like diving into the minds of people. She's a psychologist. She's mm-hmm. like a doctor. Yes. Um, And it's funny. Be- the gag of it all. She can't get into the mind of her own kid. Exactly. <laughs> and I just love, I love how Jamie Lee Curtis attacks this fucking role. Yes. Because it is the range that you have to have to play yourself unchanged, yes. right? Like you as an older woman, unchanged, about to go through a life change, dealing with a difficult daughter, mm-hmm. and then going through this mystical nonsense. Yes. And then coming at the other end, totally changed. That is a huge range for someone to go through. That is a huge arc. That is insane. Yeah, there are a lot of factors at play all the time. I The thing that impresses me the most, like the portion of this movie, is anytime she has to interact with Chad Michael Murray. Oh my God. <laughs> Their chemistry is... Oof. Baby. 
off the charts. Off the charts. Oh, someone so turn up hot. the thermostat. Oh my God. Like they're so good together, but she has all this other shit to, going on within her that she has yeah. to incorporate into her, into her performance. And on top of that, she has to remember what it is to be a teen trying to impress a boy, mm-hmm. but it's also like not a boy from her time period. It's from like a, a, a modern a Much different boy. time period, yes. So- uh, the fact that she was able to do that so convincingly is so good, but she got like all of the little nuances, nuances of it. Like just how she moves her body was different yeah. and how she carried herself. It was just it, like, I never thought I would be going on and on about how amazing Freaky Friday is. <laughs> but it's true, y'all. But it's like a pretty impressive film. Yes, I love when she interacts with the kids, quote unquote, her like daughter's age <laughs> as her daughter uh-huh. because it is spot on. Yes. Like, like you were saying, I kind of just want to like talk about that specific instance because sure. she's constantly, you you watch her and she's like, her eyes are kind of darting everywhere and mm-hmm. she looks really insecure of herself and she's kind of hunching over a little bit and she's got the physicality on point. Yes. Not only that, but like the fact that she's able to interact with these like, like what are they, like early 2000s kids? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she's able to interact with these like Malcolm, the, Malcolm in the middle ass fuckers. <laughs> are just insane to me because anyone her age would not know where the fuck to begin no like that's gonna that's honest right like no one her age would know where the fuck to begin i can't imagine anyone that age nowadays knowing how to act like a gen z kid no like how do you do that it's just so specific i know how to act like a gen z kid that's what i mean it's like every generation is so specific that i think that the generation above and below is like impervious to it like they don't understand how they function how they work and i just like it's it's a fucking acting revelation like i cannot i i i have yet to see there's this movie that just came out not it didn't just come out but vince vaughn plays like a teenage girl recently yeah it's called freaky i'm assuming Mm -hmm. it's based on freaky friday but it's like a horror but it's like a horror version and i wonder it's like whenever i watch any of these kinds of movies that feature this there's always something missing you always Mm -hmm. there's always a piece of it that's like really unbelievable yeah or like it doesn't feel authentic or it's like oh they kind of phoned it in for this scene or oh they're just whining right now yeah jamie never has a moment like that in freaky friday not once no well it also comes down to like the scenes where she's not with anybody else yes where she's just like alone yeah where she's by herself like i oh. think of when she's in her office oh and my she god keeps answering the phone it's so fucking funny <laughs> and you're like this is the point where because no one else is around this performance could drop a little bit and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't at it all it doesn't and when she's just sitting there listening right so she's not actually giving anything mm-hmm. she's just taking it all in from her patients exactly even then this bitch can handle it all yeah (laughs) she's doodling she's got her legs spread out she's on the couch she's annoyed she's like oh my god when the fuck will this end yes she's like but at the same time she's like trying to act a little bit mature so can you imagine being like oh like at that point like what what was she like 40 something yeah a 40 something year old woman acting like a 15 year old trying to act like nothing's going on Uh when you've just switched bodies with someone yes and also trying to act even slightly mature because you're in a literal psychologist's office and if anyone finds you out you're fucked yeah or when she's on the talk show and she starts talking about the book and like (laughs) uh, it's so small but the thing that made it for me is she goes from sitting normally and then she just like sits up and sits Mm -hmm. on her knees in the chair yeah i'm like that's only something a fucking 15 or 16 year old would do yes girl and And 
tiny little touches yeah. that really make it. Exactly. Ugh. It's just and and it's just so good. It's yeah. just so good. It's really good. And the message of the movie is really good too. Yeah. Just like having to go through that to un like really understand, understand. your child mm-hmm. and to have them understand you because there's equal parts misunderstanding. I think uh the, obviously like the overarching theme of this film is like empathy. Like you just have to understand people. Yeah. If not based on their circumstances and based on how they feel about their circumstances, sure. right? I think a lot of it was like the mom the whole movie was kind of just trying to suppress her daughter because they didn't want to talk about this big elephant in the room yeah which was like her father and like them and then her moving on Mm -hmm. and like that not really being a point of discussion and her daughter going through like really rough times at school like this bitch gets like bullied yeah and like this bitch gets her test like all fucked up yeah it's just like she's going through it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel for for miniature Lindsay lohan no totally (laughs) you know and i think that a lot of a lot of what resonates with me about this movie which i can't believe i'm saying this about freaky friday but it's it's a very authentic look at how to fully empathize with someone even if they're not in the same situation as you and trying to see something from their point of view yeah. and really adopting that and accepting them for all of their flaws and understanding that their life, mm-hmm. while it may not seem complicated, like, oh, you're a teenager. What the fuck? What problems do you have? Yeah. They're, the problems are real for that person. Correct. So, you know, it's a good movie. It's so good. Y'all should go watch Freaky Friday, man. Y'all go pop Freaky Friday on. on it's Disney on Disney Plus. Plus. Hell yeah. You know what else is on Disney Plus as of what? today, which today is February Are you going to say the Brandy Cinderella? The 1997 mm-hmm. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Brandy Whitney Houston Cinderella. Yes. The only time Hollywood has ever done diversity well. Oh my God, <laughs> baby. They really went out. They, they went, went all out. For it. I've read so many articles about how that whole cast is still like, to this day like awestruck that no other cast has ever been like that snatched in terms of diversity correct and it's also just like a good movie otherwise it's so good yeah impossible (laughs) impossible impossible (laughs) it's just so fucking good i'm really i'm dead um i know what i'm that's not true i'm gonna be watching movies for this podcast tonight but you know what i mean (laughs) you'll watch it soon i'll watch it soon (laughs) oh well that was jamie lee curtis that was Jamie Lee. So now, Monica, mm-hmm. what have you dabbled in? I have dabbled in the greatest clothing purchase of my entire life. Oh, do tell. I bought these slippers from Parachute. Oh, which fuck yeah. Parachute is like... I would love to be a parachute bitch. I'm just not there yet. What is this? It's like a, a home... Yeah, a, it's a, a home brand. Home brand, but they, but they mostly focus on like textiles. That yeah. sounds really like uppity, but like it's mostly just like linens linens yeah yeah um and they make these like insane slippers and they have the best reviews and like everyone loves them (laughs) and i've always wanted like a nice pair of slippers Mm -hmm. and so i went for it yeah they're like 50 dollars slippers which it is what it is i feel like that's fine that's fine in comparison to their linens which are quite expensive yeah they're really expensive these are also <laughs> made out of like terry cloth and they have like a memory mm. foam pad on the bottom Ooh. it's like so luxe and Ooh, i'm like wear- i'm currently wearing it with like my like uh what color is this? gray sweatsuit <laughs> I was gonna say silver um with this gray i wish you were wearing a silver sweatsuit oh my god i would kill that's just not a me move um this like all gray sweatsuit from Richard Porter, which mm-hmm. is like a 
a a brand Rich i guess Rapport, yeah i i have a single bralette from them that barely fits <laughs> wow wild um so but their their actual like sweat sets are pretty sick so i'm just all decked out in gray today because my yes. slippers from parachute are gray you gray i'm just a gray bitch you're a gray bitch <laughs> and i'm loving it but yeah that's what i've been dabbling and my feet have been dabbling in comfort Ooh, we loved we love it what about you, Jessica? I've also dabbled in a clothing purchase today. Ooh. I received, I made an order for a bunch of parade underwear. Um, and I'm probably like the last person to try parade because they've been around for a while and they're, everyone gets a it's targeted so Instagram. They're so <laughs> but I'm, I'm really particular about my underwear oh my God. and I can't believe I'm discussing this on the podcast, but I only like a raw edge. I don't like seams. She guys, and she likes I, a raw I, edge. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> and i can't find any that i like because i was buying them from victoria's secret but then victoria's secret is very bad yeah victoria's secret sucks bottom and they also fall apart but i've tried like 10 different brands and they're all garbage so i was like all right parade came out with some let's give them a try and i have them now and they're great yay well by the way full disclosure we're both wearing them right now and we showed them to each other before mine are neon blue hers are black black. on brand on brand (laughs) if you switch them they're on brand i wouldn't normally wear neon blue underwear though that's the thing i'm a neutrals girl i know but that's the thing is all my see mm, all my clothes are neutral Mm -hmm. and then it's like business in the front party Party underneath yeah on the underneath (laughs) Party in the back seat. Party on the bottom and the top. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, Monica, we have a question this week. <gasps> Ooh. Is it from, did they give their name? They, yeah, they did actually. Oh. Well, they gave their first name and, a, and an initial. Oh. To keep some anonymity, I, I see, guess. I see. <laughs> Whatever. The question no, is. we respect you. We respect you. <laughs> Don't hate us. No, please keep sending questions. Um. What actor today would you like to see in a classic film? This is from oh! Miranda Kay. Ooh. Is it Miranda Kerr, the supermodel? Definitely not the supermodel. Uh, fine. <laughs> okay, who's yours? I have two. Okay, go ahead. So I would love to see Colin Firth Oh yeah. in a classic film. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he would do wonderfully. I would also love yeah. to see Rachel McAdams in one. <gasps> that would be great. She, great. she's such a classic beauty, but she has that strength. I, w- I would love to see that translate to like an old black and white. I have two, 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 two. Give okay. him two, two me. My first one uh-huh. is Ricky Gervais. Oh, okay. <laughs> that could be fun. I feel like he would be, he'd be great in like a farce or something. Yeah. Something funny. Sure. Um, but from the olden time, I, I wish he was in charade is, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. As like one of the other henchmen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like as Walter Matha. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Florence Pugh. I was thinking of that too. I think Florence could actually nail like the, the presentational, all yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. I, I think she, and uh, I just think she would be so good. She, her acting jobs are also insane. And yes. I can't, I can't think of any other like young Hollywood current starlet that has like kind of her acting jobs right no. now. Um, and I, I think she would do very well in old Hollywood. I agree. <laughs> I think I she'd agree. get, I think old she'd Hollywood. get a, a 15 movie contract with the studio. <laughs> with MGM baby. MGM baby. <laughs> Come through with the flicks. <laughs> The picture. <laughs> the pictures on the screen. The silver screen. <laughs> Beauty queen. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> 
Diamonds. Diamonds. Whenever I hear that song, all I can think of is Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera like wailing, Diamonds. Yeah. In burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> Where Kristen Bell plays like kind of an antagonist. Yeah. Plays a big old bitch. Wild. And Cher. Cher's in there. Yep. Cher. Oh, God, I love Sally Cher. Sally Tucci's in there. I know. Alan Cummings in there. Everyone's in it. Burlesque is a great movie. Don't that get me one started. Guy, <laughs> that one guy from Grey's Anatomy's in it. McSteamy. Oh, mm. And uh, the, the the vampire, the bad vampire from the first Twilight film is also in it. He's also in it. Cam Gigante. We think he's gay, but he's not. Yeah. You're right. That's like a plot line in the film. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch Burlesque. Go watch Burlesque. <laughs> well, as always, don't, don't sue us, Daddy, Daddy Favreau. Favreau. Farewell, Monica. Farewell, Jessica. Goodbye. Goodbye.